You're listening to Rock Out With, hosted by me, Danny Faye. There we go. So if you just want to introduce yourselves to everybody. Hi, my name's Dave Winkler. I am the singer and guitarist of Star Circus. I'm Sophie and I play bass in Star Circus. I am Ricky, I play guitar and backing vocals. I sing backing vocals in Star Circus. Hi, I'm Thomas and I play drums and I do background vocals for Star Circus. I don't know what? why I pointed Anybody at the square there. Pardon? <laughs> I don't know, I just pointed at everyone's squares when they were, when they were going in. <laughs> I don't know why, I just, just thought it would help. Um, Is go, there go anybody on. missing? Uh, no, uh, not, not anymore. We were, we were at one stage playing as a five-piece and then uh, just after the pandemic, really, we just, we just kind of pared it down to a four-piece. We actually did the first show, uh, our first show back as a three-piece because uh, we all got COVID and Ricky hadn't quite recovered. And uh, we had people who bought tickets and it was the first show back and we didn't want to cancel. So we just, um, we just, uh, yeah, we just did a plowed on as a power trio, basically like, uh, like Rush or something. Punk rock Rush. Yeah. <laughs> so how, how did this lineup all come together? Uh, right. So, well, the, the, the original plan for Star Circus, I was making an album really to, to get the songs out. And um, the original plan was kind of to, to somewhat rotate between people. And then um, it's, it's kind of worked out that we've all, we, we all sort of, it's, it's sort of come together and everyone's really into it. And it, um, it just works, works with the four of us really well. Um, I'd say uh, we, we, I mean, we, we'd all sort of met each other on the rock scene, including including me and me and Haley and um, me, me and Sophie. Can we start again. <laughs> Why did I say that? I don't know. <laughs> me, yeah. So uh, yeah, we uh, yeah. I think the I think the wine's going to my head or something. I don't know. Yeah. So we we, uh, we all sort of met each other in various um, various London. Um, London clubs and bars. Um, I remember seeing Thomas sing a, in a rock karaoke event um, at the Big Red and um, chatting to uh, Ricardo. Uh, he was in a band with um, a friend of ours, uh, Alice Rain, who's sadly no longer with us. And um, uh, we kind of, we had a few friends in common and, and got chatting a few years ago. And um, back then we were all in sort of different bands and. Uh, Gradually, kind of through doing cover versions of things like that, we uh, we started working together. And we originally had um, a different bass player and also a guy playing guitar and keyboards uh, called uh, called William, who was kind of going to return with us, but um, he's he's become very busy with studio engineering and um, all that kind of stuff. So um, yeah, uh, uh, we 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 decided uh, we decided see how it work with just the four of us and kind of rearrange parts and um uh that's what's happened um sophie very much was a part of um more part of sort of the visual side of the band um and and different aspects where when we were uh when, when we had a different lineup and um she's played uh 
guitar, uh, sorry, played uh, keyboards and piano and violin since growing up. And um, basically uh, during lockdown, um, we just decided uh, that it would make sense uh, to make Sophie the bass player and for her to kind of learn all the stuff on bass. I don't know if you want to say. Yeah, definitely you covered it really. Um, uh, yeah. So you never started uh, as a bass player, you just, that's what they needed, so you did it. Yeah, I mean, pretty much. I mean, I played the violin before and I was like, well, that's four strings, can't be too different. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I mean, I would, Dave and I were talking about like who we thought he should get in the band as a bass player and just like, a few people came up from his previous bands, but then a lot of them are sort of like settled down now and just like not doing live music so much. And Dave suggested it and I was like, well, you know, I'll give it a go. Obviously if I'm rubbish, I'm not going to do it, but might as well have a go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's very strange who's kind of back out there after, after this sort of year and a half of, of nothing. Certain people have chosen to completely leave the country um, for a start, especially in London, where there's such an international community um, of people. Um, uh, we've got, you know, we've got friends who've gone back to different parts of um, the UK as well, like friend Ben Christos in Liverpool, just because he said he can get a two bed apartment for the price of like a, a small room in a council house um, up there um, compared to London. Uh, so. Yeah, it's it's just been been interesting, kind of, um, uh, kind of seeing who's who's kind of still still tentative about going out, going out and even seeing people, let alone playing shows and continuing his life. And then a lot, lot I'm I'm at the age where a lot of my friends have had the, the lockdown babies and all that kind of stuff. So um, they've kind of they've kind of become become full time dads and mums and stuff like that. So it's uh, yeah. It's, it's nice and there's on the other hand there's people who, who've kind of had a new lease of life who, who you didn't see for years before lockdown who are now going out again because they it really kind of put on to everyone how much they missed going out and live music so some people are making more of an effort I think now to be a part of uh be a part of the real world again yeah. <laughs> how did you all cope with um lockdown um I don't know Someone else wanna? Well, personally, I've never been busier, so I'm kind of I shouldn't. I can't complain, to be honest. Always working, so yeah. Rick, Ricky um, edits, uh, does visual visual editing in um, for movies and things like that. You've been yeah, working a lot. Work in the movie industry, and it's uh, you know uh, certainly you don't go out of uh, out of work for that kind of stuff. So it yeah, allowed me, you know, to, to, to pretty much stay, you know, stable and do, do what I wanted and, uh, without, without too many issues. Yeah. Cool. It's just that you don't go out that much. <laughs> yeah. You work from yeah. home. Well, it's probably even more demand in, in movies uh, when people aren't physically making things. There's, there's probably even a greater emphasis on... Um, uh, on on visual, or maybe about the same. Time. Lockdown, watching stuff. That's what we did. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. I I spent the lockdown making the stuff that you watch, basically. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Making everything for Netflix that we've we've been binge watched every every sitcom going 
some of them twice. You know, that's, that's what happens, especially especially in the, the peak of things. Um, you know, a year and a half ago when really nothing was happening, and we kind of we we went down to Bournemouth for a few weeks and um, just sat and watched a, a big TV um, and went for a one hour scheduled walk on on the beach <laughs> surrounding area every day and that was that was it was nice it was nice but it was kind of like how long is this gonna go on for and, and, and you know when when we were told that it was going to be I, I i didn't believe it for a second when we were told it might only be three weeks and i don't think i don't know if anyone did uh thomas how did how has it been for you lockdown um yeah, I didn't feel too bad about it. Um, we we kept meeting. We we created a sort of bubble with uh, Ricardo and Dave, and um, we actually uh, worked on acoustic stuff. And then uh, yeah, the idea was uh, to do one of those uh, streamings uh, where um, uh, yeah you get like a band doing like lockdown version of uh, what they usually do. So I got cajon uh, that I play as drums because I can't play cajon properly. So I got pedal and um, yeah, playing it like, you know, a kick and, and snare really. And um, yeah, so it wasn't too bad because we, yeah, we've had the chance to, to work on that. And um, yeah. Then we actually never done like a live streaming of it, but uh, as soon as um, we were allowed to gig again in June, we played a new cross as uh, you know with this uh, acoustic set, and so it, was, it was good, right? Yeah, we we did enjoy meeting and we did enjoy gig like that. Yeah. What? Yeah. So um, well, yeah. While Sophie was learning um, learning the songs on bass, the, the three of us kind of became. Crosby, Stills and Nash, as it were, in um, yeah, we in a basement, kind of sitting around with two acoustic guitars and a and a cajon, and um, just uh, yeah, just yeah. honing in the vocal harmonies and things like that. Oh yeah, yeah. we did yeah. a lot of work, and we also shot the the latest video while in, while in lockdown. So actually, was that still? Was that still? I was supposed to say that. <laughs> <laughs> What? That was uh, that was April. So you could uh, you you could meet in groups of certain amounts indoors, but um, the uh, the people that made the video had um, had a license to kind of um, a, a, as a work environment. Environment, obviously, obviously you can't film people and expect them to wear masks, face masks for for a show. Um, so we yeah we we put something together and it was it was the most like kind of going out and um and having fun that we we'd had since uh, since before it was like it was like being in a nightclub really when we were filming all the all the zombie dancing and that kind of <laughs> stuff. If you see the video, I don't know if you have. But... So what was it like getting like back out onto stages and playing live after being cooped up? Um, it was um it was um exciting it was um it was a little bit daunting for that first show where there were only three of us and we nearly had to cancel and then we didn't cancel and and we had a few sophie had to learn a load of backing vocal parts um 
the, she, it was her first gig ever playing bass and I was like right now you've got, to, you've got three days to learn all the backing vocals as well that, that, that Ricky would be singing and so that was that was scary but once once we got into it I think it was a lot of fun um, I would say um, what about you guys? Well, yeah. it, was, it was exciting and also I think this is probably the best sounding band that I've ever played with so I'm always I'm always uh, happy when we get on stage because yeah, I think we're doing a very good job. It's definitely been, we've, we've definitely been told, uh, I mean, the last gig we did in Leicester, we played with our friends, uh, New Generation Superstars and um, AJ from that band, I've, I've, I've known him for nearly nearly 20 years and he's he's seen a whole load of bands I've played in. and, and, and They've gradually got better and occasionally he's gone, oh yeah, this one's, this one's like, uh, this one's better than the last one, but this this is the first time he's really been like, yeah, this is the one. This is the the songs sound like. There's one of the songs that's 20 years old now um, that we do in the in the set, and he's like, that's how that's how that was supposed to sound 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. But um, and I, I was like, yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> but um, that's the right way to go. It's better than gradually sounding sounding worse. Um, oh yeah. So yeah. But, um, um, you've got yeah. one last show left of the year. Are you looking forward to it? Is it going to be a massive party? I think Camden Rocks is always quite a nice crowd anyway. Like it's because it's like loads of bands all day. It's just usually a really nice atmosphere. So we've played a few of those already. So it should be fun to do another one. It's always, yeah, it's always great playing, playing locally and um, revisiting the places you haven't played for years um, on the can. I don't think I've played the Dublin Castle for about 15, 15 years or something insane like that. Like I just, it's a place I've been to a few times, uh, but yeah, um, so that would be nice. Don't know about the other guys, I don't know. Um, never played, I never played there myself, so it should be interesting. Tiny. <laughs> yeah, I've never actually been there, so, but will be nice. It's one of those places I've been meaning to go for ages, so now we just get to go and actually play that, so it should be fun. Be good. Do you have yeah, a favourite venue? Sorry. Go on. Thomas? Yeah, I played there before with uh, two different bands as a, as a singer, because I actually, this is actually the first band I played drums in uh, since I've been in London. I used to play drums in Italy and then when I moved here I just decided to stick to be the frontman in bands and sing but uh, it was like a niche. I want to play drums again and Dave once was like, do you know any drama? Man, I'm a drummer, now you're a singer. <laughs> I'm a drummer. <laughs> but yeah, he trusted me and um, I was rusty at first, but now I'm kind of confident again. <laughs> so yeah, no, I played the Dublin Castle and uh, it's a good venue and uh, good sound on stage, a good sound uh, in general. So yeah, it'd be fun. Looking forward, it's going to be this Sunday and we will have fun. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you said it should be fun. <laughs> Camden Rocks crowd is pretty good anyway, so <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Can you make it down? Or? Um, I actually am at a different gig that day down in Kent, where I am. So otherwise, I would. 
Oh, that's okay. There'll be others, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, played, we played Kent, actually, we played uh, Chatham. Yeah, you played uh, my, you play my uh, that's my ground, that's where I'm from, so. Oh, wow. Yeah, <laughs> cool. Yeah, no, it was um, good fun. Very, very, very tiny stage, but um, great atmosphere. Nice crowd, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, what did you think? Because it was the Poco Loco, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. And it's I mean, like, when you first walk in there, it's, it's titchy. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm left-handed, so me and Sophie had to kind of stand at certain angles so the so the necks of our guitars wouldn't. Um, well, like, luckily, I could still take a step backward. Yeah, <laughs> moving around. Yeah, there was a little bit of space behind us, but but none either side, so we were kind of yeah, all kind of punched up. No, the crowd were lovely, and it was Halloween, so everyone had fun anyway. So it was just nice to be there. So. Um, so, where, where, where am I? When can we expect the album to be released? That's uh, the million dollar question. It is. Everyone's, everyone's asking. So, uh, we, we have uh, Tony Wilson, um, whose name you probably have, is more familiar with, uh, with Total Rock Radio and Radio One Rock Show and stuff like that. He's um, really, when I, really, when I started, the project it was kind of him that I spoke to first as much from a promotional point of view as a production point of view and he's uh he's currently mixing the album uh we're about a couple of tracks from being done but and then it's, it's all dependent on whether we're releasing it independently or through a label um how quickly how quickly after that we can get it out but hopefully and mastering and stuff. Mastering, yeah. We're, we're, we're going to listen back to the mixes, probably completely change them all over again, hopefully not. Uh, but uh, hopefully in the, the earlier part of next year, uh, we, will have, we will have something out for you. I, um, Should we say spring? We will uh, tentatively say, say, yeah, late winter, early spring. Uh, but it could, could be, yeah, it could be sort of the middle of spring. Um, I'm, I'm currently... I've, I've literally been designing um, designing the sleeve. Uh, Sophie's done some fantastic artwork for it as well. So we've got the team sort of very in-house at the moment. <laughs> um, we, we did the first video ourselves with a lot of, um, lot of help from, um, from Ricky down in that corner. And um, if, if, if everyone appears in the same order on the screen, I don't even know. But, <laughs> yeah, um, but uh, yeah, and just really working with friends who can do do good stuff so hopefully hopefully soon but all, all, all the all the songs are finished and recorded it's just it's just and they have been for a long time so. <laughs> they have been for about a, a year yeah. except except for like redoing a few little vocal parts and things like that um uh but um yeah we um we we have as you know we've we've had um three three singles out and um those songs those songs will be on the album um and they might there might be a slightly different mix for the album because um to to kind of make the whole thing gel together but um yeah we've we've got most of it done now nearly there will it just be a digital uh, release or do you plan on doing it physic physical copies as well we're, we're planning on, I, I'd like to do everything really. I'd like to have, um, I mean, I think we all would uh, like to have both both the digital and, um, and a CD 
um, and then eventually a vinyl, though I've, I've heard from friends at labels that vinyl, that there's, there's hardly any vinyl plants in the UK, that there's only two or three places um, that, that's, that still do vinyl in the UK. So a yeah. lot of bands. Yeah. Can, Backlog on them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot of bands have been releasing the vinyl as a special thing, sort of six months later or nine months or a year later, even. Yeah, uh, pre-orders and stuff for them. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's something we need to look into, but we can only start the process once the whole album is uh, is cohesively done. So we have something to send to them for them to say, yeah, we can make this in nine months. Unless we go to Europe, but as we know with the situation with Europe, getting anything done in Europe is, is getting harder and harder. So uh, <laughs> Yeah, they don't like us very much. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, you know, the Italians, they don't worry. You know, you know some Italians. Every, everyone in the band has a European passport, except for me. That's... that's, that's it, it sucks to be me. It's, it doesn't suck as much as if my band was entirely British, because then, um, then it, mind you, they they say we can. I mean, traveling there is fine. It's just a matter of bringing gear over and yeah. merchandise and things like that. So, I mean, I don't know. Um, so, what does the next year hold? The next year, um, hopefully, lots, lots, and lots of shows. Uh, Maybe, maybe if we can get on a good tour, that that would that would be great. If um, if we can um, if we can have fun, kind of playing bigger and better shows, support slots with uh, more established bands. Um, definitely an album. It's definitely definitely going to come out next year. Um, I'm committed to that. Even uh, yeah, even even if I have to like take it round physically in a van and and. and put it in people's hands or in their, in their local shops. If there are any record stores anymore, um, I don't know how many oh, independent. Definitely. Yeah. There's loads of independent record stores. That's what record store day is all about. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> well, there's only, there's a, there used to be loads in Camden and I, I went to sixth form. Yeah, uh, there's a few left in Soho. There are, yeah. But um, Still left in Camden as well. Just like right down by the uh, dock park. They're like really hidden, <laughs> tiny little. Yeah. Things, they're there. <laughs> uh, yeah. There's a little one still in the market, I think, as well. Yes. But it yeah. used to be. There used to be like metal heads and all the stuff going back to like the '90s and early 2000s, and most of them are now shoe shops or you know nail bars or something like that. It's it's just really. It's a shame, but it but it is how things have you know it's opened up the whole digital age for for music. Well, Kent has got and, loads, so. Kent will take it. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll, we'll have to yeah, ship them down. It didn't take us very long to get to Chatham, so we can just, just all go down and throw a load of records at people or something and see what happens, see if any of them catch them. Um, yeah, uh, so, so there's that. Uh, overly more videos. Uh, they've been brilliant. Just, just like in a movie, was blew us away with how many people just come up to us in... People who I sort of know from around to say hi and they'll come up to me and go, oh, I saw your video, it's amazing. And it's like, I didn't even think, I, I thought everyone kind of watches the first 10 seconds and 
then you know doesn't really doesn't really watch much anymore but yeah we've had a really fantastic response to yeah to I looked, looked on YouTube before I started this and it's like 72k views or something like that <laughs> I don't think it's that many, but uh, but, but let, let, let's let, let's say it is for the podcast. I feel and then like it's like twenty-five. Or I, I, I think it's twenty-seven or twenty-eight. Uh, let me have a look. So, uh, oh no, I think, 20, I think it's 20, twenty-seven. There you go. You, you oh, got the numbers the other way around. That's yeah, I got it the wrong way around. I'm dyslexic, so my bad. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. Um, yeah, we've got a we've got another single sort of in the pipeline, and this one, rather than being like a really theatrical music video, it's just going to be live music footage, just to sort of celebrate coming back and being able to play shows. So I'm looking forward to seeing how that comes together, but it's not quite ready yet. So it's going to be a, a collective kind of yeah of, of stuff that we've done really since we've been back. Um, hopefully, um, if it if it all looks all right and. Um, yeah, um, it's just kind of nice to celebrate celebrate live music yeah. without um, go, going being obvi too obvious about it. With like, let's write a song about being back on stage. Right? <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, so I just um, Zoom is telling me we're running out of time because <laughs> I refuse to pay for the upgrade. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so I have one final question, and I hope it doesn't stump you like it does some people. But if you could rock out with anybody, dead or alive, who would it be? Oh, can, can, can we just, uh, I, I know that's not, but today's 30 years that the legend Freddie Mercury died. So I just wanted to pay some respect. <laughs> and, you know, yeah, Jesus Christ, we would like to, yeah, <laughs> sing, <laughs> write a song and have a duet with uh with the absolute legend freddie mercury absolutely they've they've lost queen too so yeah since we, today we, we it's the anniversary the anniversary i don't know how you say it. uh yeah i want to say that <laughs> <laughs> awesome i think eddie van halen okay van I think yeah, I, I I do think Queen is one of the uh, just to follow on from Thomas one one of the things that bonds uh, what we do together and the kind of the spectrum of um, of what we like um, yeah um, we we will say we, we we did a Van Halen cover to uh, in the in the acoustic set actually which um, which was like a little tribute as well um, in terms of um, yeah and in, in, in terms of anyone else. Uh, I think uh, I don't know, Sophie. Do you want to go first? Oh no, I'm, I was just still. I'm still thinking. I I'm, still, I'm still. My thinking. music taste is just like so varied, from like prog rock to goth. So it's quite hard to narrow it down to one person, really. I think um, for sure, like uh, uh, dead people. That it's, it's been sad. There's been so many, so many, so many people. Um, recently um so many legends have passed away but then that that's what's happening with rock, rock music like people are getting of that age that you know it's inevitable it's going to happen um i think tom petty for me would be one guy just because I, I i saw him for the first time three months uh before it happened and um i nearly went to see you two that night and then the, the guy who was uh supposed to give me a free ticket said it said he didn't have two free tickets he only had one 
oh. um, literally two, three days before. And then uh, basically my cousin's husband uh, is involved in, um, in uh, Hyde Park, uh, what's it called? Um, uh, British, it British Summertime, that's the one. And he was like, hey, I've got, got some tickets for, for Tom Petty and Stevie Nicks. And I'm like, whoa, that'd be really cool. And um, not knowing that that would be the last time he'd, you know, he'd come over to the UK. So that was pretty, pretty special, pretty special for me and um, pretty, uh, quite a big deal when he died, basically. I'm nervous for some reason. I don't know why. I, know, I, I don't even get nervous on stage anymore. Like, <laughs> as soon as I started saying weird things and like, it's the first time I've ever called Sophie by the wrong name in, in, in our entire relationship. And um, I was like, it's gonna happen at some point, but I didn't think it would happen live on camera. So there we go. Um, yeah, no, um, yeah. So that's who I'm gonna go with. Okay, um, Sophie. Sophie. Oh, I, um, no, you have stumped me. It's too hard to think. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I guess as a bass player, like one of my favorite guitarists is probably Richie Sambora. And he's still going. And I really admire like his solo work as well as the Bon Jovi stuff, so yeah. Maybe, yeah. yeah, see, that wasn't that hard. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, just one of the many, you know. Yeah, cool. It's good. It's a very someone, long list. <laughs> someone picked a living person as well. So. <laughs> okay, uh, brilliant. Um, is there anything else any of you wanted to mention? Um, I hope everybody's, uh, you know, still playing out there, not giving up. Keep going, you know. <laughs> 